Welcome to the Burkitt Special, where we take some time to talk to special guests about special subjects. Nothing is off limits, so buckle up for another episode. Hope you enjoy. Hi, my name is Steve, joining James Burkitt on his first as yet unnamed podcast. That's right, as yet unnamed. And I don't know if I'm going to carry on with it <laughs> or really what I want from the podcast. So maybe we should explore that today. That could be kind of cool as well, because further down the line, let's say this podcast goes on and there's 100 episodes, mm-hmm. someone who accidentally sorts by oldest, not newest, would stumble across the first one and they'd see me and you muddle through and try and figure out what the podcast is going to be about. And probably whatever we say today will not be anything like what it ends <laughs> up like. Um, it's interesting that most of the podcasts that I listen to are at least on episode like 200 you and don't it's, scroll further back than that. Well, well, I mean, like, I, no, I mean, just they are on, like, at least episode 200 of the show. Okay. Because I guess you don't tend to... I don't think people often listen to the first episode, unless you already have a following of some kind. Yeah. Like, if Dwayne Johnson started a podcast, a lot of people would hear episode one, you know? But no one knows who I am. So... <laughs> so I'm not, don't put yourself down. Hey, uh, well, okay. You look, could be you, Dwayne Johnson one day. I could be. I hope I am. That'd be good. I'd just like, I'd like to keep the hair. Yeah. I'd trade like a quarter of the muscle for the hair. But any more than that, the muscle, I'd, I'd lose the hair. Yeah. yeah, that's the point for me. I don't know though, do I need hair? I think it suits you. Yeah. For now, but if I was really muscly, maybe, well, I think hair's quite Is that useful. how it works? You get more muscle, you can take... Boldness. Wasn't he? <laughs> he had hair originally, though, didn't he? Yeah, he had like an afro or something. Like not afro, but like you know, like uh, curly hair. I think didn't he? <laughs> Did he not? It looked like um, you you know um, one of those a Lego person. It just looked like it's oh freshly cut. Yeah, yeah. Sat on his head. Oh yeah, he had like a it was like a block like a block of hair, yeah. right? Yeah, a bit like um, a landing strip. Yeah, yeah, like a landing strip. Sure, yeah. I wonder if hair is like an attack vector, though, if you're like a wrestler. Do you think people ever get their hair caught or like grabbed or anything like that? An attack vector? Well, like a, a, like a, a weak point that someone could could use. Like if you've got big hair and you're wrestling someone, then could they like accidentally kneel on it or like grab it and, and pull on it? That would be a pretty inconvenient. So maybe yeah. maybe he's like slick on the top for aerodynamics it's just and hard. speed yeah I guess it's just hard yeah <laughs> like those those people would put do you remember the people who put Gorilla Glue in their hair like no a, it was a trend that went around not that long ago what really yeah yeah there's someone who's promoting this and then why funny enough people found out that putting Gorilla Glue in your hair made it stay in the same shape but you never <laughs> get it back oh no yeah even if you like can you wash it out or something or? I don't think that's the sort of stuff you can wash out that sounds bad. Yeah, probably not good for your skin either. No. <laughs> no, definitely not. I don't know what my point was there. Well, well maybe that's what happened to Dwayne Johnson. Oh, maybe so he put Gorilla Glue in yeah, his hair. So just and he was like, well, I'll just get rid of the hair. Maybe it was a hat the whole time. Maybe. Maybe it was a wig. <laughs> Could be. Mm. If you were to do wrestling or boxing or something like that, would you prefer, if you were given the choice, to do like dramatic fake wrestling mm-hmm. or would you choose to do actual wrestling because like you're probably made maybe you're less likely to get injured with fake wrestling but 
you'd be called a fake all the time and you would be a fake. Like, you, you know, it wouldn't be... If you're going to do it, would you rather do it and actually be a wrestler or would you rather... Like, wear the leotard. Well, I think you'd look fantastic. Thanks. Yeah, but... I think so too. I think so too. Yeah, I, I think you would. You could rock the leotard for sure. You haven't got too much hair. So that's yeah. not an attack vector, like we discussed. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. What, what do you reckon? Would you want to do like the showing off, like coming out being the bad guy and all the kids boo you, and then like getting like choke slammed five times dramatically, banging your arm on the ground so it makes a big loud noise? And I feel like I can't pull off a very villainous look. Oh, okay. <laughs> I look too much like a meek English boy to, to do that. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Whereas I quite I don't like think... the aerodynamic quality of the leotards. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> one of those little... Oh, yeah, you wouldn't want to have, like, a big cape <laughs> and stuff like that, right? Yeah, that's fair enough. And one of those little hats that you have to wear. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they have to wear, like... The ear cups, I think. Oh, is that what they're for? Do you ever watch Star of a Wimpy Kid? No. The wrestling scene when... No, I haven't seen hats. that. Oh, right. Oh, like, the one that you like... It's like a... Um... Yeah, yeah, it's like a almost skin-type cap. Yeah. That you like that has buckle the plastic up. around your ears, so you don't get oh, right. you don't smash your ears into. I I feel like sure. they wear those on Takeshi's castle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they like run through over all the obstacles. Uh, I I always watch that and I think <laughs> these guys are idiots. It looks so easy. I bet it's not that easy. It's like Total Wipeout, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same. Basically the same. Yeah, but I think Takeshi's castle was a bit more brutal. Is it Japanese? Yeah. It was like, um, and they'd send them out like 50 at a time okay. and they'd just <laughs> wipe out and smash into <laughs> each other. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be on that particularly. I don't know how much they get paid. They must get paid for it like, quite a bit. I think you just sign up. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Well, maybe it's you a fame thing. Think, yeah, I quite like that. I think I could win that. Well, I just said like, I think I could not win it, but I don't know. I think Ninja Warrior is a bit more serious. That's that's quite interesting. Have you ever seen that? Like Ninja Warrior? No. So it's like quite difficult um, obstacle courses where it's a lot of it is like uh, feats of strength and stuff. So you've got to like get a run up and jump and grab onto a hook and swing on the hook and then like release oh. it and grab onto the next thing. Yeah. Um, or, or you've got to like, uh, they have like the two walls like yeah. parallel to each other and you have to like wedge yourself between the walls oh, and like push yourself up. Yeah, yeah. They've got all stuff like that. Um, and I think, like, notoriously, rock climbers just smash the whole thing because most of it is, like, yeah. upper body strength. Um, yeah, that looks difficult. But Takeshi's Castle and Total Wipeout, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's just, just slippery. Yeah. Like a ch- big children's play area. Yeah, yeah. I actually, um, my parents had a, um, like, a holiday home, like a little, um, like a static caravan. And uh, because we were owners of a caravan at this site, it meant that whenever we went there, we could um, like do all of the uh, sports stuff for free. Oh yeah! So the amount of times that I went on the like big inflatable uh, obstacle course thing was insane. I'd go like <laughs> twice every weekend. But the uh, above a certain age, I think like above the age of twelve or something. Um, there were two groups, like above that age and below. Mm-hmm. And above that age, I found that the um, the lifeguards were brutal. Like they didn't hold back. So they had these big buckets and they'd just be stood in the pool 
they'd like scoop up water and then they'd just throw it at you as hard as possible. And this, when you're a little kid, <laughs> if that hits you, yeah, yeah, but, like, <laughs> if that hits you in the chest, you get knocked right back. Like, you, people go like flying off this thing. It was so good. I mean, yeah, a bit dangerous, but it was good. It was really fun though. <laughs> and it was slippery. So maybe I'm underestimating Total Wipeout because l- lots of that is slippery. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe it is actually easy. I don't think so. I don't think I've ever seen anyone win it. Have you ever seen anyone win it? I don't really watch that much, but yeah. So why why should I do a podcast? I don't know. There's probably enough out there already. I don't think, yeah, there's enough podcasts. I don't think people are struggling for for podcasts. There's a few by possibly more talented people than me. (laughs) So don't get yourself down. All right, I will. Number one. That's true. That's you know what. This could take off. Uh, it won't. <laughs> it won't take <laughs> off. But it could take off. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I think this for me is probably an excuse to have quality conversations with people. I don't really tend to just stop and and talk to people, especially face to face. Like we send voice notes all the time, right? Yeah. About all sorts of random topics and how we're doing and stuff. But it's rare that I stop and talk to people, really. I've always got stuff to do. So Too busy for other people. Well, to put <laughs> myself as well, you know? Like, yeah. Sometimes you've got to talk to other people in order to check in with yourself. Yeah. And uh, I don't always find time for that. So maybe this is a good excuse to do that. And I guess like a brain dump. Yeah. Which must be why most people do it. Probably, yeah. And I think it's nice for people as well, because if they're... Um, driving or washing up or working and they're doing some monotonous thing. Um, sometimes what people want is just like some familiar voices each week that they can just listen to and mm-hmm. they're just chatting shit, just talking about whatever. So, yeah, but then, I don't know, am I the best person to do that? Yes. You think so? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, well this is what we've uh, we spoke about. Before we wrote off that first draft of the podcast. That's so true, you yeah. You have to market yourself as this. You are the solution to their problem. That's true. All right, so if that's their problem, is that they are bored. Our listeners, if our listeners are bored, <laughs> how do we solve that problem? Because I don't think we have yet. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's give a nugget of wisdom each. Okay. All right, right now. Right now, because we're going to solve people's problems. Okay, all right. So the <laughs> I need to pick a problem to solve. The problem that I want to solve is not knowing whether you should stop or accelerate when the traffic lights are on, like, yellow. So you know, you know when the traffic lights are, like, they're amber, right? And, okay. and you're coming I up to it. I honestly thought, from it you're going to pick something really deep. <laughs> like philosophical. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. no. So is it just a problem that you've had in your your own head? Look, I have a method for this. Okay. Okay. Now, if it's green, I'd recommend going. Okay. If it's red, again. I think that's how it works. It's clear. You want to stop on red. Yeah. Now, amber. People have different ideas about it. So it's a grey area. It's it's an amber area, really. Yeah. So I'd I'd I tend to go. If I believe I'll be past the traffic lights <laughs> by the time it turns to red, that's my 
thing. <laughs> now, obviously, you can improve your chances by accelerating. Okay. Um, obviously, you know, accelerate at your own discretion. I'm not saying always accelerate. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's my approach. So in case anyone was unsure, I think if you go past the traffic lights while it's yellow, <laughs> you're good. So there you go. Brilliant. Problem solved. <laughs> Problems. I think we can wrap this up now. I think so. I think I've I, solved a big one there. Let, let me think of a problem in my own life that's uh, yeah. can mm. solve. Well, you've been trying to find somewhere to rent, right? Trying to find somewhere to live. Yeah. Have you found the solution to that problem? Uh, yeah. It, what's the Wait. solution? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing inappropriate. <laughs> if the estate agent is overly enthusiastic, don't don't bother. Why is that? Because there's a, there's a difference between trying to trying to sell you something. Yeah. Which obviously that's the way. That's how business doing. works anyway. Yeah, that's the But job. in terms of... that, In my mind, you become overly enthusiastic when you think, okay, I want you to buy this. Mm. But I know in my mind that I'm not the sort of person that would buy this myself. Yeah, So I, I want to drop it off to someone else. Mm. Maybe that's harsh. Yeah. And maybe yeah. I'm thinking of just one particular <laughs> Yeah, maybe. But, <laughs> but sometimes it's obvious, though, you know? If someone's like, this is the best watch ever, then you're like why don't you just keep it then you know yeah. and they're like no no no, you need it you need it and you're like yeah. well i don't know though like i just need it because you think it's the best ever but you want to sell it <laughs> for 50 quid that seems a bit strange yeah so yeah I, I get what you're saying yeah yeah i think sometimes you can kind of sense if someone has a vested interest and often i'm more likely to buy something if i feel like i've been given an impartial opinion so, so in my business, if a customer comes to me and they say like, oh, I want like 20,000 uh, plastic parts because mm-hmm. I do 3D printing, I'd be like, well, honestly, you'll probably, this will probably be cheaper with injection molding, but I can make you some samples. And if you want 20,000, I'll do them, but are I you, recommend are injection you plugging molding. your what business? I am a bit, but, <laughs> but what I, you know, but that's what, <laughs> Protogen 3D, check us out. <laughs> but what I, you know, I, I, tend to do that because if they're going to figure that out down the line anyway mm-hmm. when I quote them like two million pounds to make 20,000 parts yeah. then I might as well come out the gate like being honest with them and just trying to do what's best for them mm-hmm. and that's just from a strategic point of view morally as well I'd rather just people have the best experience possible in life and when they interact with me or my business so yeah I'd just straight away be like actually injection molding is what you need I know an injection molder Mm-hmm. I'd recommend them and I can print some samples if you like so and I could have tried to kind of manipulate the situation a bit and try and get a bigger order but I'd rather not do that you know I think that's that's different though if you're running your own business right yeah as opposed to being employed by one yeah then true you have to be you have to hold yourself accountable yeah regardless sometimes you don't have the choice as well if you're an employee because your manager they might have a goal of sell however many houses or you know let out a certain amount of their houses yeah. and so they say to their staff like you need to hit eight per week otherwise um, we're gonna have to review certain things you know salary yeah. or how many people are on the team you know things like that so 
yeah, people get put under pressure and they don't always have the choice, I suppose. So. I appreciate the lack of enthusiasm when we, when me and the stage and both know that this is a... Is a <laughs> yeah. Is a, when you walk in, you is, go, is oh... A mole, is a mole pit or whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And you, you're just like, oh... And they're like, yeah... So but you don't have you, know, you can't see the vision. Oh yeah, so you're saying about this woman, right? <laughs> you need to see. Yeah. <laughs> you need to ignore the stains on the carpet. Oh god. And yeah. the fact that the place smells like fags. Yeah. And see see beyond that. Yeah. Have a vision for for what this place could look like and you're like, yeah, they could knock it down, you're right. Just imagine <laughs> it'd be better. Just imagine it's not a crackdown. Oh man. I mean, there's only so much though that you can do to like, improve a place really. If you're limited by the walls that you're given, and yeah, I, yeah, to a certain degree, you know, so yeah, I don't know, but like we like we said earlier on that um, she's really excited trying to sell it to you, but you can you can tell she wouldn't live there. Yeah, so that's the maybe I'm just uh, an easy target. You think so? Yeah, maybe. maybe I'm too easily convinced. <laughs> oh, possibly. <laughs> it's yeah. happened before. I I can't I can't think of an example off the top of my head but it's happened before like yeah 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 this is really great yeah yeah we I both mean, know it's shit but I'll still go for it I mean sometimes it comes down to availability as well like sometimes you just get unlucky so before I lived where I live now mm-hmm. um, the place before we needed a place to live real like real soon mm-hmm. and um, let's say there was like 25 places available we could afford and we could only get viewings on like three. Mm-hmm. We go to our three viewings. The first two are immediately already like gone. So yeah. there's this last one. I'm like, I need a place, you know. So <laughs> I mean, it's empty. I need a place. I guess this is the one. You know, sometimes yeah. you can't be, you can't choose. But yeah. Anyway, having a place to live is important. A place you're proud of or happy in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. As opposed to somewhere that you might think you get I wonder what's happened or whatever here. around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Personally, I don't really like living like that much. I don't like living in uh, big cities or anything like that, where it's crowded and noisy all the time, and there's like mopeds like driving around at night, like delivering mm. stuff, and there's like never anywhere to park, and it's just noisy, and there's people everywhere. I don't know. I prefer somewhere a bit more remote not in the middle of nowhere but like i don't like to be in the center so see i'm i'm the opposite i think yeah i like to be surrounded by even if i don't know them just like there's yeah. other people there there's a community yeah the oh yeah fair enough around. to be fair yeah that's, that's true regardless of the fact that i i now hear people being sick outside <laughs> oh god a couple of floors down oh really and people in um the word souped up cheap cars oh yeah that have drag races right outside the traffic lights mm. at like two sorry a.m. sorry about so that you yeah. have school in the morning <laughs> you definitely you definitely have school in the morning if yeah you have that sort of car that's true and outside the course. <laughs> that's true what are you doing with your life well that felt targeted at me because <laughs> I'm, I'm the one not in a car but blasting around on my motorbike <laughs> and like drag racing people yeah, I got absolutely. Well, I won't get into details, but I lost a drag race earlier today. I was unhappy about that. In your van, though? No, no, on, on my bike. <laughs> I mean, in the van, yeah, like that's expected, but no, on the bike. Um, 
It was a bit surprising. It was an Audi RS3. I felt like I can take them. It was fast. Like yeah. Oof. What? How do you? What's like the etiquette for a drag race? Because I, I don't drive. So. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do well, you, like, usually. Because I imagine you give each other the eye like a. a well, wink well, usually you do like uh, so like you do the horn. So you oh, go like yeah. beep beep beep, and then you go. So it's like, on the third beep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm miming, hitting the <laughs> hitting the horn with my fist, but quite quickly, so it looks interesting. Um, yeah, so so you beep three times, okay. and uh, like on three, you both go. So you sidle up alongside each other while you're rolling, yeah. match each other's speed, beep three times, and then go for it. And then is beep, is that beep three times to get them aware that you're there? Well, no, it's for timing for when you start. Because if because you, if you, how else would you know when to start your drag race? And the traffic light turns green. Oh, right. I mean, sorry. I mean, like, if you're already rolling. So you're rolling down a dual carriageway. Oh, okay. You, you're side by side. You slow down a bit. Beep, beep, beep. And then you both gun it. I know. From, like, 20 this. or 30 miles an hour upwards, right? But then, um, yeah, if you're at traffic lights, then you both, like, rev, look at each other. And you, like, rev a bit more. And then you, like, get into your position <laughs> ready. And you're both, like, and then holding the you... revs up a bit, ready to launch. <laughs> and then as soon as it goes to green, off you both go. And what but, if you get stuck behind a, an old lady in a Fiat Panda? Yeah, basically, yeah. First, <laughs> first one to meet traffic loses, really. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, but so actually, yeah, maybe. It, so actually, you're right. That is a drag race. I didn't have a drag race. I had like a rolling race. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I kept it below sixty, of course. Uh, I didn't exceed the sixty miles an hour limit. I always <laughs> keep it. You never know who's listening. A drag race with a speed limit. Yeah, I actually, I was just dressing really feminine on the bike. That's what it was. It was a drag race um, <laughs> in that sense. But yeah, hmm. I because I've been working out more recently, I've been thinking I need to watch my diet. Now, obviously, tonight's a bad example because we just had, you had the, a kebab. I had a kebab, <laughs> which to be fair is just full of meat. That's not that bad. Which is like half a cow by the looks of things. It was massive. It was massive, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I've been, I didn't ever realise how difficult it is to actually eat healthily because I've never, like, bothered trying, really. I've just always eaten snacks. But now, um, now I'm looking at the ingredients and stuff and I'm like, this is insane. Like, how, how are you meant to eat healthily? It's so difficult. You could always um, do the intermittent fasting thing. Or just not eat. Is that your solution? <laughs> just uh, don't eat very often. Yeah. Well... I guess it depends. It depends on my goal. Like, if my goal is to lose weight, then definitely. And I should probably lose a bit of weight. But also, I want to gain muscle. So I think I need, like, a balanced diet. And then hopefully I'll lose weight and gain muscle at the same time. I think it's an intermittent fasting promotes that. Oh, it does that? I think. Okay. Then because fair enough, yeah. I, I mean, I know my friend's younger brother wanted to lose a lot of weight, so he only ate within a two-hour period of the day. And in that two-hour period, you can eat whatever you want within reason. But because it's only within two hours, yeah, you're obviously going to stop eating because you'll explode. Or, or That's interesting. Because I, for like bulking up or gaining muscle as fast as possible, they recommend. So I, I, there's, I went onto like a calculator thing online and mm-hmm. looked at because there's like a maximum amount of protein you can properly um, like digest or. or um, make use of per meal so if you have like a that's what i guess why if you have a massive meal 
then like only like a third of it gets processed because yeah. you've eaten so much in one sitting, I guess. Mm-hmm. But you feel really full, I, I suppose. But um, what they, what you see like um, powerlifters do is they'll eat like six meals a day, and they'll have like eggs, and then they'll have like a snack of some nuts, and then a protein shake, and then yeah. like a massive like um, steak or something, you know. So I understand the, the yeah I've heard that before, but it just seems like a lot of admin. Mm. Well, I had so a go six at it. times a day is a lot of effort. I thought I'll have four meals a day, and I usually have two. I what usually... was that like? It was difficult. It was like it was tough because, especially if I'm in the office, I can't like whip up a meal real quick. I've just got to have like ready meals or snacks or something, you know. So mm-hmm. it's not really doesn't feel like very healthy to be honest. <laughs> if I get to the end of the day, I'm like I've had two ready meals, came home and had a pizza. <laughs> it just yeah. doesn't seem like the right move. So I'm trying to figure that out still. You could get some um, bananas, high carb, That's high true. carb fruit. Bananas are good. Could get some nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Don't really like nuts though. But you know what? They taste good when you're hungry. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. I suppose anything does if you're that hungry. But they have those uh, little pack packets of nuts. I don't know why anyone buys these, but in Cafe Nero they have the, just packets of nuts and fruit. Oh yeah, yeah. Of all the cakes and things that they do, it's like it's weird, isn't it? That like nuts and little like fruit things just yeah. appear everywhere, like in cafes and stuff. You'd think like I've come to a cafe, I want like something I can't just get in a supermarket. Cappuccino or, cake. Yeah, a cappuccino <laughs> cake. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's so specific. Hmm. Do you drink a lot of coffee? I do. <laughs> you sound like you're admitting to some kind of <laughs> crime. I, uh, I I do. It, yeah. It's just because. It, it, it's it's a combination of it's something to do mm. if I'm bored I go and put the kettle on oh I see yeah. get the mug out yeah I think I do the Maybe same with it, tea it sounds like I would need a really boring life <laughs> yeah um, something to do I'll have a cup of coffee because I've got nothing else on honestly I'm sure I'm not the only one who does that probably that's probably and true because your, your sensitivity level goes down yeah you become yeah Desensitized yeah. to the strength. Oh, I see. You right. get to a point where you just do it for the taste. Oh, I, quite I like see. The taste. See, I don't like the taste. Okay. Which, bear with me, I want to drink more coffee, but I don't like the taste. And the reason for that is I drink a lot of energy drinks and lots of tea. And tea's all right, but it's a bit of a faff, you know, like it's a bit of a pain, like to, to get the tea do all bag the stuff, and tea bag, and then I have like the a, right a bunch of sugar and then like milk and stuff. and. Yeah. Stir it up, wait for it, and throw the tea bag away. See, and... why not take the sugar out? But why, why, why would I? I thought you were trying to lose weight. Well, that's... Hmm. I mean, that's an easy fix. That is... You don't put the sugar in. <laughs> well, to be fair... It's all these small things <clears throat> that contribute. That, I, that's I true. Enough, well, uh... you say it's a small thing. I put a lot of sugar in. <laughs> I think that's the reason I like tea, is it's basically just sugar. In, in hot water that <laughs> looks brown milky water it's just brown so I don't have to look at all the sugar in there it's like slush you know like the slush puppies oh it yeah. feels like that that's, that's disgusting it's, it's not that bad okay. I'm, I'm exaggerating <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah. those like kids um, kids yeah. indoor play areas yeah they always have them and it's the right place sweating like a that is the right place like a bulldog I, I, I've had a few of them and I, I love them yeah they're really good yeah I don't understand them though. Like, is it basically just ice, but it's also as it's being frozen, it's being moved constantly, so it stays slushy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess that's all it is. I thought there was something magical to it, you know. The, the, it can all be explained <laughs> by science, though. The other water, sugar, and magic, and then you get a slushy. Yeah, and some like, food colouring. Yeah, I had a I had a sample taste of some pre-workout stuff, mm. and I've never tasted anything so intensely fruity. It was insane. I don't I don't even know what fruit it tasted like, but it was like. You imagine like watermelon and like uh, really strong strawberry or something or cherry, I guess. Yeah. It was just like, it was intense. I uh, I did try, I signed up for, um, it was someone's PhD in university mm. and uh, they were looking for anyone to just sign up and do this weightlifting training. Oh, cool. To turn up for a certain number of sessions. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, well, I like to think that I was doing it to help them with their PhD. But was they that? also offered a hundred and fifty pound Amazon voucher. Oh, that's cool. Which was that's decent. really cool. As an incentive to stick with the program, I guess. Yeah. Wow. And was that done locally here? No, that was in when I was in Loughborough. Oh, okay, okay. Because I saw something kind of similar advertised recently, and I sent it to someone, Aiden or okay. another friend, and um, not I didn't didn't look at, even look at it for myself at all because at that time I was like, oh, I'm not interested in that. <laughs> <laughs> and then literally a few months later, I, I'm now doing that, but. Yeah. yeah, it's just the, the experience of doing it. And, uh, How was that? How was the? Did you find it a useful? Was it like a study? Yeah. So, so they did. Um, they took blood from you. Uh, so you, you come into the lab in the morning, not eating anything for a certain number of hours before, mm. not drinking anything, including, I think except water maybe. Mm. You can't have caffeine twenty four hours before. Twenty four hours before. Yeah, and you have to wow. make a note of what you're eating. How did you survive with your like coffee addiction? Tough. Yeah, stuff. You had to find something else to do. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> nice. Okay, you um, watered the plants or something instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something as exciting. And then uh, they gave you these little sachets of um, disgustingly coloured coloured powder. It's like pouring soil on top of water, and then you shake it, Ooh. and um, nice. you get used to the taste after a while. But it does <laughs> of soil. I don't know what it tastes like? Yeah, it's yeah. like um, putting soil in a cup. And it was some like prune experimental thing huh. that they passed over to um, these PhD students mm. to give out and say, we want results on this. Yeah, yeah. Does it affect their strength? Wow. And um, I guess you never got to find out the results of it then? Or... No, but I guess if it made it to circulation, then... Yeah, you'd see it around. Yeah. Everyone would be like, check out this new prune juice. Yeah. And you'd be like, I helped, it, I did that. <laughs> it, it made me gag the first couple of times because it was so rough. Oh, but man. then basically you need to do loads of... Each session you need to do four sets of... Um, is that? Uh, chest press. Chest press. Yeah. And then as many as you can four times. And then yeah. four times squats. Oh, right. Each mm. session you have to do your max. Yeah. Whoa. M- maximum weight minus like a certain percentage. Huh. And you just push... You know, four times. Wow. And I think there were maybe eight sessions of that. Hmm. But you're, you're not allowed music or anything. They just give you, like, the clapping. The clap? Like, yeah, just to, like, oh, encourage mate. you on. They did a pretty good job, to be fair. Yeah. They're encouraging you when you're about to explode. Wow. Because they, they say you need to push until... Like they they want to see the maximum yeah. on every person. That, I guess that's a good benchmark. Yeah. Whereas if they say to everyone, leave a bit extra... That's subjective then, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting, huh? 
my sister's done a bunch of like research studies like that. Oh, so, really? so when she was at university, well, she is still at university, but when she was physically at university, because she's yeah. doing it remotely now, more more or less. Okay. Um, they had like a um, a scheme where you could just go in, you could just sign up for all these different like tests mm-hmm. and stuff, because so many people are studying. Um, neurobiology or something like that and they want they want to do the sort of thing you were talking about so mm-hmm. um they're just controlled studies and sometimes what they'll do is they'll just like bring you into a room mm-hmm. they'll put you there with a blank piece of paper and they'll say write anything you like on the piece of paper and it's just like a blank room oh, really? and you'd like write something and they say okay uh, now we want you to drink this drink or we want you to uh, watch this two minute video of cats or whatever now write anything you like again you know or oh. something like that so Okay. Just really like stuff like that, and um, what university is that? Uh, Exeter, Exeter University. They were doing that sort of thing. Wow! But they had there was I think it was just students running it. Okay. Um, but uh, sometimes it was paid for, and sometimes it wasn't, and sometimes also sometimes you're just the control group. Yeah. So you just go in there and you do the thing, and they're like, "Okay, you can go," and you're like, "Oh, okay, that's it," and they're like, "Here's your fifty pounds or whatever," and you think, "Okay, that was that was alright." <laughs> I just walked into a room, listened to a song, and said that sounded good, and then left again, <laughs> or whatever it is. So yeah, yeah, uh, that's kind of interesting. Little do you know, there's a little man behind, like a double way. Yeah, behind the curtain, one way mirror or something, spying on you. Like, <laughs> hmm, did they realise only one of those earphones are working? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hmm, maybe. I guess you could use something like that to try and scout out someone with unique talents, so someone with perfect pitch or something like that. It could be a good way to try and yeah. recruit, like, I don't want to say weird people, but um, weirdly talented people, <laughs> if you see what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Above yeah. average talent. talent yeah. People. yeah. Yeah. That would be kind of interesting. Because I wonder how many people have a talent like that who never discover it. Like, what, what kind of talent are you talking about? Uh, not, not in terms of um, discipline, in terms of, like, level of talent. Like a perfect memory or something like that. I guess you'd know that, but... <laughs> that's the idea I guess you'd remember you'd remember that like but, photographic memory yeah or maybe like um, are we talking like Einstein level ability I don't know I don't, maybe like uh, complex maths things like that so maybe if they teach you how to do one thing and they ask you then to do something that they haven't taught you how to do mm-hmm. can you make the leap or something like that to, 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 to figure it out or do you think you could create a scenario for someone where they only have the information that a great genius once had at the time when they made a, a historic leap to a new, you know, with a new breakthrough. Do you think you could recreate that environment for someone where you give them some information about something that doesn't even have to be based on reality so that they can't have known anything previously? And you say, all right, you know this, you know this, and you know that. Um, we're trying to achieve this. See what you can do. I wonder if you could recreate... That's something intense. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that is intense. Yeah, is like you put the thing where you if you put a monkey in a room with a typewriter, it will type the complete works of Shakespeare. Mm. So give it an infinite amount of time. Yeah, like that's that. true. That's true. Yeah, it's like it has that. no concept of the outer world. Yeah, I suppose that is that is maybe the problem is that you could have like two thousand people come through and just one of them guesses, you know, and you're like, yeah. you're a genius. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> yeah. There, there must be stuff like that going on. Yeah. No, but then again, I guess that's kind of like uh, chat GPT, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. It's like it, it, it's, it's constantly being fed by millions of people mm. in terms of the information. It's just like. Yeah, it's really weird. Good. It's almost like a 
it's almost like a, an average of humans uh, input into the internet which is kind of strange mm. it's surprising that it's so unhateful considering you know <laughs> Like I think you, they turn that setting off before they publish yeah, it. Yeah, like remove hate. <laughs> and it's like purged 70% yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like, isn't the majority of the internets or the majority of the storage used on the internet is for either like uh, pornography or, um, or it's like uh, basically dead content. So you know how like people have like a... a um, a photo they added to their Facebook album 12 years ago mm-hmm. and they go onto Facebook and they scroll all the way down they're like oh this is the picture of me 12 years ago and it's still stored in there mm-hmm. I think most of the content it's like 95% of the content is basically stuff no one looks at or is like uh-huh. pornography so wow yeah which is kind of interesting I guess though in a way someone has to pay for the storage so anything I mean there's some exceptions like some big companies like Facebook for example like um, Meta have so much storage, but I think most websites. Gig, I, think, I think they've got a few, a few. I don't know about hundred gig, a few hundred gig maybe. But <laughs> yeah, um, they've. I, I think a there's a lot. Of, yeah, just a massive <laughs> OneDrive account. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Why don't they just sign up for a company that has unlimited storage? You know, it's like you can pay fifteen pound a month for like you know one terabyte, or you can pay twenty pound a month for unlimited. Why doesn't Microsoft just get like an unlimited storage thing with another company and dump it all there? That, that would make a lot of sense. Or maybe multiple accounts, you know, because it might be a bit much. Bill <laughs> Gates too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's some terms and conditions probably. Unlimited okay. up to 30 terabytes or something. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's like unlimited, but don't take the nick. Probably, yeah. So that, that's... So I know this is like a complete circle, but this is why with that's the same with the bills for our all in all inclusive bills for our flat. Oh right, have like, they it's said un, it's unlimited, but don't take the mic. <laughs> what what do they mean by that? Well, I can see their point. It's like if you leave the water running, if you're having all the windows like open all night, yeah, all the heating on full blast, yeah. and they're like, why is it six hundred pounds a month <laughs> for heating? <laughs> yeah, okay, all right, I guess. They should give you, like, at least some visibility, though, because you might be thinking, I feel like I've used a lot of energy this month. I hope they don't think I'm taking the mic. Because if they said, yeah. like, as long as anything over £200 of bills per month or something. Yeah. Uh, sorry, anything under £200 worth of bills, we cover. Anything above that, you have to cover. But I've got then no it's easier. concept of what that looks like. Yeah, yeah. In terms of numbers. Exactly. Maybe if they put, like, a smart meter in. That's like on the side, and you can just look at it and see how much you've used. Yeah, yeah. You boil the kettle to make your cup of tea, and it'll just go <laughs> spinning up. Yeah. I feel like I use the washing machine too much, but then we've got no place to dry clothes. Oh, like the tumble dryer. Everything's on sweet in our flat. Oh yeah. So there's, there's no room. <laughs> yeah, I I actually have like a clothes dryer, but um, I never use it. I just chuck everything on my bed. Okay. Well, I mean, I, like, not when it's wet. Like, you know, I, I, I use, like, the dry thing first. Okay. And then I just check it on the bed, yeah. I feel like we need to get back into more interesting territory rather than having to use our washing machines. <laughs> All right, sure. Yeah, sure. This is da- becoming dangerously close to becoming mundane. Oh, yeah. I think we're well past that. <laughs> I think we're well past that. Yeah. 
Wow, so we've, we've been going for 39 minutes. Really? Yeah, already 39 minutes. That was a hell of a ramble. It was. It was quite a ramble. But it was quite nice. Quite yeah. chilled, really. Yeah. Um, it's sort of one of those things where you lose the original point of why you started in the first place. I think that's what's good, though. Because then also yeah. sometimes you just, you're stumbling around and then you're like, hang on a minute. We can jump back to where we were earlier. Or, oh, uh, yeah, another thing on that topic. Are these the sort of podcasts that you listen to where there's just people talking about stuff you don't necessarily care about, but it's just nice to have the company? It's good. Uh, yeah, like stuff like this, but um, usually they're a bit more entertaining, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it's got to be so. more funny uh, or interesting. But I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of the podcasts I listen to is like people talking about their week or like, the holiday that they just went on or yeah. you know they've got a kid and, and he's uh, started doing something funny and he's t- telling a story about that or something so mm-hmm. maybe we should tell a story each I don't know if you have a, a funny story or an interesting story recently uh, uh, I mean, not recently but I have there's yeah. only so much interest that I can get out of being in a coffee shop to be honest <laughs> oh yeah okay fair enough yeah, the excitement so. is very limited. It's it's okay. <laughs> it's li- deliberately limited. Like, is there like a cap on excitement? <laughs> so you, <laughs> so you're like your boss comes in, he looks at the this chart, and he's like, right, you've exceeded the limit of excitement for today. So <laughs> I think even he knows. Even he knows. Everyone who works there, it's like, um, it's like the the end of the earth, sort of. This is where you get sent. Oh for no! Is- for isolation. It's like the waiting room for hell. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> it's not quite that bad, but there's a lot of uh, sort of older older folk who come in there. Yeah. Yeah. Do they ever ask you questions? Yeah. Do you ever know the answer to another no. question? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're like. So let me search. Uh, will it improve my? GBT, you know? Will it improve my swing if I have this particular grip? And you're like, well, I just don't know. Well, someone came in and asked, um, <laughs> I don't know, if, I can't say what's on my brain at the moment. Uh, it's, <laughs> okay, a bit, then. it's not too politically correct, I don't think. Oh, okay. Um, All right, fair enough. But he came in and asked, uh, th- this isn't the name of a specific club, but I'm paraphrasing because I don't know what he said really. He said, um, will this cover fit my ZXT? Hmm. Sprint five iron, right? And I said yes. <laughs> Did you know that's no. <laughs> well? It's because obviously with everything, some people are so into it. Mm. They're going to such. I've never been this with anything I've ever been into. Maybe it's because I, that means I'm boring. I don't know. Mm. They're into getting so much specific detail that it's like completely lost. Yeah, yeah. It's like someone speaking uh, a different language. Yeah, I get that a bit with people who. I think a lot of people get that with people who are into cars or bikes. And they'll say like, oh yeah, I used to have this this car, this generation of this year with that engine specifically. Yeah. But it wasn't the, this one with the body kit and the facelift. It was that version. <laughs> and, and it's like, it was an import, but it was it was still right-hand drive. And you're like, okay, what are we talking about again? And, you know, you, <laughs> oh, all yeah. you need to know is I used to have a red car. It was quite sporty. <laughs> You know? Yeah, I, I don't mind the fact that the, the level of interest that they're into it. I just think um, it's I, I'm the wrong person to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I need to make sure that you know I'm definitely not the right person to ask about this. Yeah. But then again, I'm selling in a golf shop. I'm probably the right person to ask. I'm the right person to scan the thing. The, 
type the number in the till and ask cash or card. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the person. <laughs> I'm not the person to ask technical questions yeah. about like that. It's like right, right yeah. person, wrong place. Yeah, Is that a thing? I guess wrong person, right place. I guess if the if the guy who runs the like who owns the shop was there, maybe he'd have known. But or he's not even so. think. He owns the golf course. Oh, he owns the golf course as well. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think he has a fair interest in golf. I think he's probably into so, it. Yeah, he's probably swung a club or two. I think so. Don't they have? Do they have a driving range there? Yeah. Yeah, I think I've been there actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite nice. Um, oh, there was something I was going to say. I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh yeah. So my interesting. <laughs> it's not that interesting, but my uh, my story of the week is yeah. going to be at the weekend. Um, for the first time in a very long time, someone that I know other than me had vehicle problems, and it made me re- <laughs> it made me really happy. Okay, because my van always breaks down, my bikes are always broken. I've had like I'm 25, right? I've had like eight vehicles, and really? half of them have had to scrap. Uh-huh. All of them have been in the garage, like you know, in the like, with the mechanic for months. It's just. It's mad. I've probably spent more money fixing vehicles than buying them. Like it's actually insane. So yeah. I've never had any luck with vehicles. Maybe it's maybe it's the way I drive them. <laughs> to be honest, there's, <laughs> there's a bit of a pattern. Maybe it's the way I pick them because I just pick cars and things that I like yeah. the look of rather than are going to be reliable. But anyway, I do question your road safety after that little anecdote about the amber light. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, just if in disregard doubt, disregard for the rules. Yeah. The road. Oh yeah. Just if in doubt accelerate <laughs> that's the rule <laughs> okay so keep that in mind everyone but um yeah so uh someone that i know uh got a flat tire and he was a bit stranded and so it's what we did good. is good. it's good right so he was a bit stranded but he was stranded at the office with me right yeah. so so he's there and he's like oh maybe you could give me a lift with the van or maybe i could borrow the van you could use a different vehicle yeah. to get home and we can figure it out and then I'll send someone out remotely to fix the, the tire and everything. Mm-hmm. So we tried to inflate the tire and it was slowly deflating. So we thought like, how can we stop it from deflating? So we thought, right, what have we got? What have we got here? And we were like, we've got super glue. Could try that. We've got like duct tape. Could just duct tape up the wheel. Um, we've got a spare wheel. Okay. But we don't have like the, we don't have the um, like, uh, Thing to like loosen it. Oh, yeah. It's called the spanner. <laughs> Down the yeah. spanner. Let's call it spanner um, to like undo the locking wheel nut thing. So yeah. we were like, okay, well the tire has to stay on there because we're we don't have the tools. So we tried the super glue, mm-hmm. and it just started spitting super glue at us because like obviously all the air was coming out through the little hole. And we were oh. trying to put super glue on there, so we just got our shins covered in super glue. That wasn't very good. So we kind of looked at each other like we're idiots. Are you a part time mechanic? Uh, no, uh, I'm actually training. Okay. I am still training. Um, they did. They recommended super glue because you don't be tacking. I've done <laughs> not even that. NVQ <laughs> mechanic, yeah. But anyway, so the super glue didn't work out, okay. and then we were like, "Well, we got the tape. We'll yeah. try the tape." So we duct taped the shit out of this wheel, like just covered it. It must have. It looked ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have to show you later on. I, I, oh, I don't have a picture, but I'll get the guy to send me a picture and I'll show you. But yeah, we just imagine like a third of a wheel just coated in like that the, that, the side wall just coated in like duct tape, and um, we pumped it up, and then we were just like crouched next to it listening to it, and we couldn't hear it deflating. We left it for like ten minutes. It was fine. So we were like duct tape's done it. 
So uh, he, off he goes. He drives very carefully home. <laughs> <Just duct tape. laughs> and apparently, as soon as he gets onto the main road, he just sees like a big like sheet of duct tape just fly up past his window. <laughs> and he's like, oh shit, there goes the duct tape. So he just, he just went home with the tyre deflating quite rapidly. I, I don't know like what damage was done, but yeah. It was just nice for someone else to have that issue. I was just sat there quite merrily like, oh, it's not my problem. <laughs> so that was good. That was good. That was a nice thing for me this week. Yeah. Mm. Someone else's demise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. So I don't know. I think we'll leave it there. I think so. It's been quite fun. You could decide to do what you were with. Should we carry on? Should we go for two hours? <laughs> Three hours. We're not even at one hour. So I don't know why people do endurance podcasts are like really long ones well sometimes like unless they're like mm. um just one stuck to the other yeah i guess so, so we're gonna do a five-hour podcast today. some people if they do a live stream and they're like responding to people's comments in the live stream and then they have different segments and maybe a, a few guests on mm. it makes sense it takes hours but like or or i guess if you get like a really big name you want to get the most out of it so you want to get like a two or three hour podcast Get all the little clips you can cut up. Are there many big names in this, do there? Uh, uh, big local names. Of, other, than, other than me? No, <laughs> there's no big names. I wonder if I could get like some people I do business with on the podcast. That'd be weird. Get their hot takes. <laughs> on I, what? I don't know. I don't know. Not business, though. <laughs> like, just other things. Yeah. I don't know. I think often like business owners, though, are quite... Um, they don't really respect the norms and the rules, which is fair enough. Mm -hmm. But that can sometimes mean they're a bit risky to have on podcasts or things like that because they do sometimes just say what they think, you know, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> but like sometimes what they think is not accepted. I mean, I, I work with a lot of older guys in business. Okay. And there are times sometimes when you sit down, you're talking about business and then they'll just like make a little slightly racist remark or something like that. And you're, <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. Uh, let's just get back to business. <laughs> you know? They haven't so. caught up with the rest of the world yet. No, that's right. Well, I used to work um, on a strawberry farm. Oh. And there's a guy who, uh, who, who owned it who was like, he looked as though he was at least 120. Okay. Like that tanned, leathery farmer skin. Right. And, um, He's just been outside his whole life. Yeah, yeah, like leathery, like a scrotum sort of. Oh God! You know, that nice. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, um, and he always had like a fag hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, but it was it was in there so long that it was like wet oh, at man. the end and sagging down, just Ooh. constantly. Well, you just never lit it. I think he lit it once and it just stayed in there <laughs> like the whole day. Do you think it was like stuck in his teeth or something? It might be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or his gummy. Guns, I don't know. Wow. But uh, yeah, mm. he was he's a touch racist. Yeah. At times on a family strawberry farm. I mean, a yeah, I mean, a strawberry farm. You expect it <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Well, it's one of those like, um, it's where you go on a you take your family on a Sunday. Yeah. Oh, oh I it's see. A cheap day out. Oh, I've been to <laughs> one of those. The goats and oh, I see. You yeah. get like one basket, yeah, or one punnet or whatever they're called. Yeah. And then you can just like fill that as much as possible. People go around like mountains of strawberries yeah. on top of the. Or uh, he he said, and he had the point to be fair. He said, watch for the people who are out there for like 
two or three hours and then come back with like half a box full mm. eating off the plants. Oh, I see. So you pay like two pounds. T- two pounds. Yeah. Wow, to go out and fill up the thing, and then yeah. they're just wandering around eating them. Yeah, people actually came up to me. They said, uh, "Oh, it, it's not as uh, cheap as it used to be." Really? So I got nothing to say to that. You pay your <laughs> two pounds, or yeah, exactly, yeah. Get back to. Sweden. I don't set the prices, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'm. I'm in a shed. Like it's like a shed with a perfect perspex side that you slide back. Yeah. So it's like a small office in there where you charge the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm in a shed in 30 degree heat, sweating, oh. under this cotton which is not good for my skin at all. Mm, yeah. Um, Damn. Because you have to like wear a red shirt. Oh, okay. So you have to look like a strawberry as well as <laughs> yeah. selling them. There's a, there's a level of professionalism on a, on a farm. I I sometimes find when you work somewhere like that though, and like let's say you're paid like. Let's say you're paid like uh, six, seven pound an hour or something, right? Yeah. But then you're there for an hour and only two people turn up and they've paid two pounds each. And you're like, how does this work? Like, how am I being paid? You obviously haven't <laughs> been to understand. my strawberry farm. Oh, right. Oh, it's, you're, it's yours now. Up. You've taken over. Rand. Oh, okay. The 120-year-old guy passed it down to you. Well, he's... Prodigy. He, he's like, he's one of those people who's who acts like a martyr all the time. Yeah? He's, like, he, he acts like... And he does. He does all like the early season stuff. Mm. But I helped him out with that before the season began as well. Yeah. But he just he he just goes around sort of supervising the whole oh, time see. instead of does he tell like cleaning up the stuff that you know when a kid is like peed in the you know those plastic tubes that are like underneath soil it's yeah like in the play park that you just crawl through oh yeah yeah there's always some kid who like, pees in it shat himself in there or, or oh pees in no. There. When he'd send you in instead of him doing yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, send right. in the cleanup crew after that. Oh, mate. And everything is slightly sticky because kids are pretty dirty. And, oh. Um, well. That's gross. Kids, they're not, they're not trained in a certain level of hygiene. <laughs> no, they're not. They really? I mean, no. You should get them to do like a hygiene uh, course <laughs> for the <laughs> play area. Yeah. And everything, all the toilets always smell of like the sickly sweet disinfectant. Mm. It's like I thought you were going to say strawberry course. pee. Probably but, some of that as well. Yeah. Sticky floor. I'm making it sound like a nightclub, but it's... It sounds just like a nightclub, but like for a... kids, basically. For kids and hungry yeah. people. For a couple of hours, you can let your kids go wild in, mm. in the fields. That's sort of stroking goats and things. Why are there goats? There's just goats nearby. Just yeah, it's just part of the farm. Oh, okay, okay. It's not like... You, they're must, not... Have, you must have been to a goat place where you just stroke the... I think I have, yeah. Stroke the goats. Stroke the goats. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have, yeah. I don't know why people want to stroke goats so much, really. Because, like, people don't want to stroke cows, particularly, or sheep. Why are goats cows so strokey? Cows don't look as cute, I think. No. But then sheep always run away from you as well. That's true. People like stroking horses, to be fair. Amenable. Mm. That's the word. Yeah. yeah, I think amenable, yeah. Yeah. Amicable. What would you say are the traits that make something cute? Big eyes. Big eyes. Round. Round. Fluffy. F- yeah, fluffy. Uh, small. Something yes. small. Then it's quite a, a pygmy goat is cuter than a regular sized goat. So. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree with that. Is an elephant cute? Not really. Not very round, though, are they? A baby elephant is. 
Yeah, it's, like, it's like their legs are too big for their body. That's oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Hmm. Yeah, giraffes aren't very cute because they're quite pointy. Necks are too long. They're like a stick insect that just kept growing. <laughs> Imagine a giraffe with just a normal-sized neck. <laughs> that would be so <laughs> weird. Just with like a human head, <laughs> like directly where the neck should start. <laughs> like a centaur, but like a... Giraffe. Human. That would be very weird. <laughs> that would be such a strange animal. Have you ever seen giraffes fight before? Oh, they just whack their necks. <laughs> just swing their necks. So... <laughs> they just hit each other that. with their heads, yeah. <laughs> That's mad, isn't it? Yeah. There seems to be a bit I of... I guess, a... then, what else would you fight with? Well, they haven't got... They can't, like, have a punch-up, can I they? I imagine the amount of muscle that's in their neck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Have you seen this new thing of like, well, it's not, I don't know how new it is, but it's this uh, recent craze of like slap competitions. Have you seen this? So sometimes I see this pop up where like uh-huh. there are, um, I think that the women's like uh, league is more popular than the men's for whatever reason, but they kind of like square up against each other. Like have one arm behind their back, yeah. like line up the the hand like on the on their cheek, look yeah. each other deadly in the eyes, twist their whole body around and like rev up a big old slap, and then they go for it and they play it in slow motion. You see like all of the like all their face organs <laughs> left behind <laughs> while their skull flies off and I've their jaw that. like ripples and everything. I, d- I don't understand the point. No, no, they they get slapped it. real hard and they go till like they get knocked out or start bleeding or like. It's mad. Like I don't understand it. That's yeah, it's not good for like you. A redneck sport, in yeah. my opinion. There's no skill. Like, oh, <laughs> no, also, I, I'm sure some of them cheat because they. You can tell they're using the whole shoulder, like a, yeah. like a signpost, like a piece of wood, as opposed to. Yeah, well, I think that's the. I think that's the technique they use. So I think they twist their whole body and like lock their arm, basically. Yeah. People go to the gym, gym for that. They practice slapping. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure I've seen people in like. The same sort of clothes that people wear, um, like World's Strongest Man, mm. like sweatbands or maybe one of those things you wear on your, your knees if you've got a dodgy knee. Yeah, yeah. Elbow. I think that's... You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Why? Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand. I need, I need a reason why. Yeah, I'd just go as I am. And if I've like pulled a muscle a bit, I'll just not work that muscle till it's fine again. I don't know why I'd need like to bandage things up and stuff like that and like wrap things and I think have you just... seen people with like tape on different muscles and stuff? Yeah. I don't know what that's for. Is that just so they can feel whether they're using the muscle? I don't know. Like uh, I think it's to I mean I'm not a, uh, like a sports coach, but I, I imagine it's to keep the muscle in a certain area to stop it from moving about. Oh maybe, yeah. Too much. Because I guess pulled muscle is just Pulling it out of place. Oh, it could that's, be. That's the only logic I got. Mm. That's based on nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> oh, can you? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea, though, so you might be right. Yeah. It's strange. I, one thing I saw in the gym the other day was yeah. there was this woman, and she had, like, um, like, those resistance bands, but she had it, like, triple folded up on itself so that it was, like, really small. A really oh, yeah. small uh, like band, basically, but three times thicker. Mm-hmm. And then she had it like wrapped like around. She kind of stepped into it 
so that it was around both of her legs, like pulling yeah. her legs together. And then she did um, one exercise where she stood on one leg, like pulling the other leg outwards, mm-hmm. which is reasonable. But then she was doing loads of other exercises, walking around with this resistance band just like between her legs, like around her legs, sorry. You so know? she's so sort of waddling around. She's waddling around with this thing on, still in the same place. And she like went to different machines, sat down, then did like some sit-ups with it on, like not moving her legs, but just doing some sit-ups with this thing on. And I was like, why have you kept like that a, on your legs? Like I don't a mermaid. Know. Yeah, she was like a, literally like a gym <laughs> mermaid. It was very weird. I don't know why. I don't know if she was like hoping that by leaving it on for a while, she's going to continue to work that muscle group or something because she has to keep pulling her legs apart. But maybe, maybe it's to do with posture. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Or maybe she's like pulled a muscle and if she stretches her legs out beyond a certain point or something, it's painful. Or I, just, I couldn't think of anything. I was just like looking, I kept looking like, why are, they, why are you doing that? I don't understand. It's weird. That is weird. Wow. Hmm. I mean, it's not that astonishing or like crazy, but it just, I'd like, to, I should have asked. I should have asked. I'll ask next time. Yeah. How would you, how would you phrase that? Hello. Because I'm sure there's certain <laughs> etiquette in the gym. Like you, there is. If, yeah. people, if people wear headphones on, you don't don't speak to me. Yeah, Maybe. I'd love people to talk to me in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. But I wear headphones most of the time, or I'm okay. with Aiden, so no one would talk to me even if they wanted to because because of gym etiquette, I'm with a friend or have headphones on. Yeah. But um, I'd love that. I'd love to have a chat. Imagine every morning having a chat with a different person. Sometimes it doesn't go well because they're a bit awkward or whatever. But most of the time, I think it would just be interesting. And then also, once you've chatted to someone once, you'll start to recognise them in the gym and you feel a bit like you're, you're at home there and it's mm-hmm. a bit of a community. I don't like that people don't talk to each other that much at the gym. Just uh, loads but, of people but with I their own music. it's not really a social place, is it? It's like you're there to exercise. I guess, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I... I I'd like it to be a social place, personally, but yeah. I, I think it's it's social if you go with someone yeah. that you're working out with. I think... I guess I'm the opposite in the sense that I wouldn't want someone to talk to me. Oh, I see. <laughs> Unless yeah. it's like um, they are, they need me to spot them or whatever. True, yeah. Because I, I have a time limit and I'm in there for 50 minutes mm. twice, twice a week and that's it. Yeah. I'm going to get as much out of that as possible. That makes sense. And then... Go yeah, home. you don't want to be chatting to people you don't know. and Well, it, it just... Just making small talk while you, try, while you could be getting your reps in. Uh, that makes me sound like a really terrible person. <laughs> it does. But, but is it accurate? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Like you say, though, you're there, you're there to go to the gym, really, not to socialise. So, I get it. I, I'm, more, I'm more about, like, the, the politeness and sort of... So, oh, sorry. sorry. Oh, yeah. Are oh, you using this? Or, yeah. No, yeah. borrow that if you like. Oh, no problem. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, that's nice. The, the mutual sort But you don't need to have a conversation about their ex-husband. Is that you've had a conversation? <laughs> no, no, I'm just, no, no. I'm just making something up. But <laughs> <laughs> One thing that was really nice, for the first time in my life, I was asked to spot someone. And I thought, oh, like, what was that experience it was an like? honour. It was an honour. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I was like, is, hell yeah, I'll spot for you. you I, I even I said, hell yeah. Spot I know, I even you. said, hell yeah. This guy was quite, like, strong looking. Yeah. But it was only after I spotted for him, because he said he was pushing his limit on bench press. Yeah. 
Um, it was only after I spotted for him and he was like, thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. Yeah, that's great. And I wandered back off to what I was going to do and I looked around like, I'm probably, I'm probably the fittest person in here. So there's only like five people in there. And, and well, not fittest, what? but strongest. So, okay. or strongest looking that's approachable perhaps. But okay. still, I looked around like, I'd have picked me to spot as well. And yeah. I was like really happy about that. It's like, that was great. So he would have picked you as well. Yeah, I was like, nice. someone thought I was, you know, capable. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's, yeah. happened, it's happened to me once, I feel. Really? <laughs> yeah. What, me, you sure, me? <laughs> Am I qualified? <laughs> yeah. It's quite nice, but I think I, uh, I overthink it if they're doing like, they're doing big weight. I think. Well, they're like between your legs. Is that what you think? Yeah. So don't yeah. make eye contact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get so that. I too. did that. I went. Uh, me and my friend used to go together in university, and um, we would bench, and it would be a bit. It, it would just be. We'd try and make it awkward for the other person. <laughs> so yeah. when he was on the bench, he'd like stroke my hands as I was. Oh uh, god! <laughs> picking the weight up. Yeah. It's like laughing so much, I'm not concentrating on my... Uh, I do that with Aiden sometimes. Form. When we go to the gym, I'll like... If, if it's like a, some kind of like pressing machine or something where you're like sat down in a position, yeah. he'll get like halfway through and he starts to huff and puff a bit. And I'll just like walk around so I'm just stood directly in front of him and just look him in the face. <laughs> and it's just so far off. <laughs> it's, so easy it's, to, it's, it's so easy to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just worried like, oh, is he... I go... Because we're just sort of looking down, straight down at someone. So yeah. I don't know where to where to look. And what, what's the point where you think this person isn't going to lift this weight up? Yeah, it's yeah. Because they're struggling. Down. And you're like, well, if I just grab it and lift it for them, they're going to yeah. be like, God damn it, I can have that. They learn their lesson. Yeah, by just exactly. For them. Yeah. Well, I think what you're meant to do, right, is like <laughs> when they're really struggling and they're like yeah. locked in a position, you just like put a few fingers underneath and you're like, come on, work for it. You got this. Come on, yeah. you can do it. And then they just suddenly, they manage it and you didn't really help that much. So you just put your fingers underneath yeah. the bar and it's a psychological thing yeah, sometimes. The you, but also help. sometimes they do need help. So I don't know. Yeah, that, that happened to me once when no, no, no one spotted me and um, because I didn't ask, to be fair. And yeah. um, I, uh, the weight, <laughs> this is so pathetic, but the weight just came down on my neck. Oh no. And I had to like, Roll it all the way down my body. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. You see that in the corner of the gym. Oh, this no. just rolling this weight, squashing. It was so painful. Yeah, I like can rolling it over the, the bones on my hips and then over my crotch and then down my legs until it finally came off. Wow. Yeah, man, so that can't be good. I'll take that down a couple of kilo, I think. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll just try again it's on so, my own without so a spotter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I've been super careful to like slowly ramp up the weight because that's like my fear is that I'll injure myself. Because also if you injure yourself or if you have like a bad experience, how much is that going to delay your like development? Like, probably more than just pushing yourself. Yeah. A bit more and taking the risk. I'd rather not take a risk. I'm not in a rush, mm -hmm. you know? This is another thing, right, where I know I'm going on <laughs> and on. <laughs> but I always think to myself, like, with most things where you're developing yourself and you intend to continue, I try my best not to take photos, really, or to show anyone the progress. So, like, for example, I mean, this is an exception because I just showed you what I'm working on. But with my piano this is lessons... what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. But, but with my piano lessons, for example, yeah. the sooner I show everyone the worse what I have to show will be. So it will always be better to delay it, if you see what I mean. Or at least, like, I'll always...
feel better showing it and have more to show later on. Same with the gym, right? Like if I like go to the gym and I think, oh, I look great. Yeah. I'm going to take a photo. What's the point? Because hopefully this will be the worst shape I'll ever be in in my life because I can I plan to continue. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like by the next day, that photo is now like obsolete, if you see what I mean. So I'd rather just show, I'd rather it just be visible from the result rather than like taking pictures all the time to look at. So, mm-hmm. but I don't know, maybe that's a weird way to do it because people like to see the progress maybe, but. No, I've heard that before. It's like that thing of not talking yeah. about mm. it until, until you've done it. But then again, like you said, people might be interested just to see the progress. Yeah, true. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose it's also motivating to be able to see where you came from. But then there's not much difference between one day and another, is there? Like, you see most of the difference. Mm. Like over yeah, a long not between one time. or two days. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, like, for me personally, I just, I know I'm going to stick with it for the long term. So I don't really need to see what I used to look like. You know, like I'll just look at it and be like, oh, I didn't look after myself then. You know, it's not going to be a good thing. I said, I don't know. I'd just rather be like, I look fantastic now yeah. and I'm going to continue to look fantastic. And that's my lifestyle rather than like comparing myself and or anything like that. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe I've got a weird viewpoint on that, but. No, I, I understand. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. That was interesting. <laughs> that was yeah. an interesting chat. How long has this gone on for now? We've gone on for a hundred, a hundred, uh, for one hour and ten minutes. Oh. So yeah, thanks for sticking around. If anyone did, <laughs> and uh, this is this is going to be up. I hope so. I, I feel like the last hour was more interesting. The last half an hour was more interesting than. I might hours. listen through it I, and cut a, some bits out. There was a conversation about washing machines at one point. I don't know whether you want to leave that in or not. What could be more relatable <laughs> for the listener? You know. <laughs> no, I think it's fine. I think it'll be fine. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks very much. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, thanks a lot for for joining me. All right, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Burkett Special Podcast. Make sure that you drop us a follow on your platform of choice to be kept up to date with the new episodes. See you in the next pod.